This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the September 6, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. If you like this podcast, please rate it on the site you are using. Quick hitters. I say this cautiously, though it seems legit. A Brazilian study found a 92% decrease in the death rate from COVID due to the use of ivermectin. Won't that be a hoot if it is true? I wonder if the killing of parasites was the main mechanism, meaning ivermectin treated a comorbidity, or the data was flawed. The consequences of Russia shutting off gas to Europe are serious. Will we abandon Ukraine? Will a deal be made? Putin says gas won't start flowing until sanctions against Russia are lifted. Inflation is Turkey in Turkey is now above 80%. At least 11 are dead in a mass killing in Canada. No guns were used. Knives. They're still dead. Liz Truss won the inter-party election to be the next Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Yeah, I don't know who she is either. In 2020, Trump said some Democrats were fascist. Rumor is that Biden is keeping the ambassadorship to Italy vacant for Pelosi for if-when Republicans win the House. Moving on, the linked article by Isaac Shore in the National Review is one of those that scares me, but if, I wonder if I'm getting taken for a ride. The title gives a feeling for the point. Top med schools weed out DEI skeptical applicants, new report finds. You can read the article, but my sense is they are saying a candidate for med school would be less likely to be admitted if they said my goal is to help my patient regardless of skin color, wealth, or politics. The applicant who comes across as a social justice or racial warrior would be more likely to admit it, be admitted to med school. Now, if, you're, if you were looking for doctors who will go to that tough spot, some of those questions might help you get to that point. But if you were using the questions to identify right-minded people who share your political ideology, then I have a problem. Where my mind goes is sometimes I will hear that a vast majority of law professors feel the same liberal way on XYZ subjects, so they must be right. Could be. Or, after 50 years of banishing conservatives from law school faculty, the vast majority of law professors are liberal who feel liberal on subjects. On this Tuesday morning, I'm wondering what our medical schools will look like in 20 years. In fact, that reminds me of a Facebook meme I saw this weekend. A doctor was using a stethoscope on a patient, and he says, quote, Don't worry, I'm just checking for climate change, end quote. The judge overseeing the Trump case has indicated she will appoint a special master to go through what the FBI collected and to make sure the FBI does not have things they should not. Trump waited way too long to ask for a special master. The judge waited too long, nine days, to rule. The DOJ should have stopped going through the material or sought permission to continue. This is a mess. Toss in the possibility that what they may charge Trump with could also have been charged against Hillary, and we have a partisan goat roping on our hands. Just for fun, I note that Trump, during the 2016 campaign, called for jail sentences for the mishandling of classified data. Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz has a podcast called The Der Show. Last week, I listened to a few episodes. Here are a few highlights. 
He commented that some Republican Congress people are calling for Biden's impeachment. Dershowitz said he expected this after the impeachment effort against Trump where Democrats said impeachment was whatever they thought it was rather than an objective standard. And at least one Democratic cult or a congressperson called for Trump's impeachment before Trump was inaugurated. Dershowitz called BS on both sides. On student loans, Dershowitz said what Biden is doing may be unconstitutional because it is unfair to those who paid loans off or who never took out loans or who never went to college. Further, I think it was Dershowitz who said that Congress has the power to decide how to spend money, not the president. Remember last Thursday when Biden said Republicans did not respect the Constitution? On the Trump subpoena, he had several comments. He said there was probable cause for the judge to sign the warrant, but the DOJ should not have requested it while negotiations were ongoing, that the DOJ should have gone to a judge ordering Trump to produce the documents. The professor also said the warrant was unconstitutionally broad and lacked particularity as required by the Constitution. Lastly, he says he believes technical violations of the law have been committed by most recent presidents. On that last one, don't read it that I am overly defending Trump. If he does not deserve to be indicted, he got damn close. And some, even on the right, wonder if an obstruction of justice case could be made. But I think the point Dershowitz is making is the law is so complex that we can all violate it from time to time, and discretion on the part of the justice system is important. Now, there is discretion, and then there's being a homer. Any possible indictment of Trump has to address whether or not his actions were worse than the actions of Hillary relative to documents and computer files. If not, an indictment would have awful optics. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.